Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Friday, November 5th, 2021. Our bit today is taken from Proverbs 15, verse 16. And that tells us, Better is little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble therewith. Well, like it's finally begun, friends. I'm talking about the season of frost. That's when you awaken in the mornings and see your car windshields frozen with ice. And before you go to work or leave work to go home, you have to scrape off the annoying ice, which can oftentimes be very thick and most frustrating to remove. And the presence of frost only means one thing, yes? That we are getting closer to winter and that beautiful white fluffy stuff we so adorably label snow, but which can be ever so dangerous, like the devil itself, if it gets its claws into you. <laughs> like day follows night, the seasons follow each other. Another one of God's many awesome, mystical setups in his amazing universe. But that's all a part of living in the cold northern climes. So you just grin and bear it and move on with your life. And as always, the Lord does give you the wherewithal to handle whatever he allows to come against you. And though you never really get accustomed to it or even like it, except you're a skier or someone who likes snow sports, with the joy of Jesus living within you, you can even enjoy the snow some of the times. Take me for example, when I first came here, I went all over the cold snowy land with an ice hockey team from my workplace. And that got me acclimatized to the situation much quicker than if I had just shied away from it. Now, fast forward some 40 something years later, I still find it's beautiful when it's nice and clean, but do my best to stay away from it especially when other human beings are also plowing through it. Anyhow, enough on the snow seniors. Let's not encourage it to come any sooner than, than it will by talking about it. And what I'm guided to talk about today is an ungodly and distasteful matter that leads too many of us believers around by the nose like a chained animal. And Cousin Saul puts it very nicely in Proverbs when he declares, Better is little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble therewith. Better is a dinner of herbs or vegetables where love is than a stall ox that's a fatted calf and hatred therewith. And that's taken from Proverbs 15 verses 16 to 17. And if that isn't the God or some truth, my people, I don't know what is not. For the presence of the Lord within a home is so wonderful and refreshing, even when there isn't a whole lot to eat, while hatred within a home where plenty exists substantially detracts from the very satisfaction that having plenty ought to bring. As the scholars so wisely remind us, spiritual riches are better than material riches. And Cousin Saul touches on the subject again 
in Proverbs 16 and 17, where he claims, Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues without right or justice. And that comes from Proverbs 16.8. And from Proverbs 17.1, he says, Better is a dry morsel and quietness therewith than a house full of sacrifices or sacrificial meals with strife. And we see it all around us in this world full of plenty. Many of those households are unhappy despite their plentiful material riches, while the poorer households that have a reverential awe of the Lord dwell together much better. As Brother David says in Psalm 133, the joy of brotherhood, of brotherhood, behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And that comes from Psalm 133 verse 1. But that can only be accomplished if there's a strong connection with the Lord God Jehovah and thus the absence of negative things like hatred and envy. Brother David himself also talks about the value of spiritual over material wealth in that famous Psalm 37, The True State of the Wicked. There he proclaims, A little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of the many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholdeth the righteous. And that's no lie, friends. For within the same Psalm, Brother David sincerely advises us to cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil, for it only causes harm. For evildoers shall be cut off or destroyed. But those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. And that comes from Psalm 37, 8 to 9. The earlier quote came from Psalm 37, 16 to 17. And that promise that the righteous shall inherit the earth is a faithful promise of God. So we know that it will eventually come to pass. That means we ought to be careful how we live on this ungodly evil earth and not run down the material wealth it seeks to compromise us with. Instead, we ought to do like Jesus advised. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And all of us know that comes from Matthew 6.33. It's wisdom in spades, my brethren. It's the wisest decision we can ever make on this earth. So why can't we make it? Eh? And let's, let us not forget these marvelous words of Paul to Timothy either, where he says, But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and, is, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment that's clothing, let us therewith be content. But they that will be or desire to be rich fall into the temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful or harmful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. That's ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil which, while some coveted after, have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through 
with many sorrows, for, that means for which some in their greediness have strayed from the faith. And that's taken from 1 Timothy 6, 6 to 10. And we all know that's gospel truth because the love of money, that's greed, is all around us, especially in these troubled and frustrating times. And every day it's leading somebody else to ruin and destruction. So please, let's wake up now, my people, to wake up and stop selling our souls to Beelzebub for a few worthless baubles and bangles that we cannot take with us when our bodies return to the dust from whence it came. We need to be more concerned about our spiritual self, which will live on after the body turns to dust. And we can only do that if we have a right relationship with Almighty God, the creator and controller of the universe and all therein. Consequently, as Jesus has enabled us to do, let's take this marvelous opportunity and go to him in prayer through our Friday chant, humbly but confidently asking for his divine help. As one strong and sincere voice now, O oh Lord, thanks for getting me safely through this past week. You know it's been rough. What with all the anxiety, the confusion and havoc that the COVID-19 virus and our many other problems are causing. We can't seem to fix it on our own, Lord. That means we desperately need your help. Oh, Heavenly Father, with your omnipotent help and our trusting faith, we know that we can stand strong and steadfast and defeat both the virus and the unrest in our streets. So, Lord, we sincerely ask you today to give the governments and those involved in the forefront of this serious and unexpected storm the wise guidance to handle the situation properly with the least amount of loss to life and property as possible. And please, please help those of us who must go out to work amidst all the confusion to be responsible and to stay safe and avoid any more serious setbacks. And Lord, we fervently pray that you will use this situation to bring a lot of backsliders back to your fold, show them the error of their ways, and please introduce a whole new flock who will embrace your love and compassion by the example we, your faithful believers, set. Yes, Lord, please use this pandemic and the unrest in the streets as a means of restoring faith in you so that our sinful world can wake up and smell the coffee. Yes, wake up and smell it sweet and strong. And we pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. But please remember, friends, to get that divine help, we need to keep our earthly promises. Much love. And the postscript for today says, it's useless to have plenty earthly wealth, but no peace of mind. And that's the indisputable truth, friends, because all the money you have, if, it, if you don't have peace of mind, it will drive you crazy. And the money can't make you uncrazy. It could take you to all the, what do you call it, 
all the mind benders. But it won't bring peace of mind unless you turn to Jesus. So please, let's stay with Jesus now. Let's look at him and follow his example so that in the long run, we too will have peace of mind and have all that we need, be contented in this world and not run down the riches of the world. And we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please have a blessed Friday, my people. Much love.